Hello and welcome to a episode of Flippin' Orbs. I have no idea which number it is, because uh, it was quite a while since we last recorded. But today, with me, I have all your favorite hosts. Welcome, hosts. Hello. That was Seb, I think. And Elliot. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Which one, is, which, one is, which one is your favorite, Gordon? Uh, my favorite um, that needs to be you, Elliot. You, you come from, uh, from way over the Atlantic Ocean and um, bring some fresh ideas where Seb I see so often with always, always the same. That's right. If you see him yeah. too often, he's no longer the favorite. If you saw me more often, you probably wouldn't want to see me so much either. <laughs> that could be true. Okay, I'm I'm sitting very strange here. Uh, I'm oh, goddamn sound. There so what are we it. doing here? Yeah, what are we doing? We have a special Christmas episode for you guys, and it is like this. Right now, it's spoiler season for the first time ever in old school, and uh, with spoiler season we mean that Magnus, founder of the format, has compiled his own sort of set that can be legal in some tournaments, if you want it to be. Uh, for one, NoobCon 2020 will have this set legal added to the Swedish legal card pool. And the set is named Scryings. And we have a whole booster pack. I don't know if you can hear the <laughs> paper sound. <laughs> but we have a booster pack. Uh, I'm going to do a cracky pack for those who are listening to limited resources. Now here's, here's my question. Did Magnus manage to get the booster pack smell into this booster pack? Because that's the best thing about opening a booster, right? Is that smell? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it smells like old cardboard. It's it's something almost wet card cards, right? It's coming more from the cards than the pack in itself. Is yeah, it? it's the printing process. It's like process. the new card smell, or is it similar yeah. to the new car smell? Oh, I need a beer. <laughs> I will say, by the way, I don't know if this is the first time we've had spoiler season because anytime you look at the list of cards in Legends, you always find something <laughs> new. So that's a, that's another spoiler season that just never ends, right? Constant spoiler season, Legends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That. That is, like, I, I think I know the cards very well, because I love it and collect complete sets. But Legends is just impossible. You can say a card and like, like, nah, that's probably not even on Legends. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and 90% uh, suck. <laughs> Sadly. It would be funny if Magnus had snuck some Legends cards into Scryings, <laughs> just to test us. Yeah, like reprints. <laughs> like it could happen. Uh, yeah. But, um, uh, by the way, Elliot, your mic is uh, peaking every now and again. When you start to talk and then it goes down, so you have some auto levels. I hope our listeners can live with that. Yeah. But uh, we have a question of the episode, of course, as we always do. And... Uh, I was thinking of asking the hosts what they think about scryings, but Elliot had an even better idea. Do you want to take the wheel, Elliot, and ask the question, or should I ask sure. you? Sure. Well, we can we can we can discuss our our thoughts as well. Um, but I thought, in addition to that, although I have not thought of my answer yet, uh, <laughs> we could also name a card that we would each like to see in the set that hasn't been spoiled yet. Yeah. Um, but so Seb, we'll see whether whether it might even be in our pack, for all we know. It might. Seb, um, do you know a card? Because uh, then maybe you should start yeah. instead. So, first of all, what do you think about Scryings? And which card would you like to see there? Um, I really like the idea of Scryings. And I think someone like MG has to do it. Like, to make it, uh, I don't know, viable, but also make an impact. Like... In the old school scene, <laughs> the founder <laughs> has made his own set from cards. Uh, but the only thing that I would have liked more, looking at all the cards being spoiled, is would have been that there would be 
a second set because now all there are so many good cards. <laughs> there, there are okay, there are some bad cards, but like I would like to have tasted more of the all the good cards, not to have them all in one big swoop. But um, maybe it's like Legends; you can't know all the cards. There probably are more cards to come if there will be a second set. Yeah, like th th I can't even start to brew just because there's so many cards. I would have almost liked yeah. it to be 15 and wait half a year and 15 and. But uh, but that that give, that uh, puts me. What I would like to see now is probably Stormbind, uh, hmm. because then you can play those deck, decks that has been like in the past using Stormbind. Because I think that's one of the few cards that that are that hasn't been spoiled yet. Uh, if you look at those decks, there are really powerful red and green cards, uh, I think personally, that has been spoiled. There are some really good other colored cards, but I think and maybe those colors needed a boost, so I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not thinking. I think that decision is probably a good idea to have, but I would like to see Stormbite. That would be my card of choice. Yeah, that's a cool card. Uh, I don't know what to do with it, but it is a cool card. Mm. And um, Elliot, then. What would you do with Stormbinder? Do you have another card? And what do you think about Scryings? <laughs> I'll take that in any order. Um, <laughs> Please do. I, I like Stormbind. I mean, Stormbind is definitely a nostalgic card that I remember from that time period, um, which I think, leading into my thoughts on, on Scryings, is one of the things I think is great about it is rekindling some of that nostalgia that I think a lot of us have for the period of 95, 96, 97, um, which many of us started playing, and probably most people who are really into old school probably started playing around that 94, 95 time frame, um, but spent a lot more time playing with the 95, 96, 97 cards than we did with the 93, 94 cards, right? So we have the, the 93, 94 cards were the the old guard that we wish to go back to, but the 95, 96, 97 was really the bread and butter of what we spent time uh, playing. So I think this really is a nice way to, to tie those two together. Uh, and I'm excited to, to hopefully play an event with it. I don't know when that might happen, um, but there'll probably be a few stateside. Um, Have you guys talked about it at all? Or? I think there are. I've heard some rumblings of a few um, events uh, states that would use use crimes. Of course, we have to wait till the spoilers over. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. One, that's one of the tough things, right? We still don't even know what all uh, what's like less than half the set's been spoiled at this point, so we don't yeah. know um, what all's going to be in there before we can really start brewing. So, so you guys stateside can start fiddling with the restrictions and uh... yeah, <laughs> see see what happens before strip mines plus crimes, right? I don't I don't think that. Um, but but yeah, I mean. I certainly have a lot of uh, appreciation for you know alliances and Ice Age and Mirage and those those sets. Um, I remember mm -hmm. when they all all came out. I remember opening a lot of packs of all those sets. So there's there's definitely something nice to to kind of rekindle that. Um, and you know it's a, it's a logical extension once you've spent ten years as as Magnus has playing with the same card pool to to try to branch out a little bit. So I like the idea of of having yeah. some more variation there and, and playing in a new space. Um, and obviously it's cool to have spent so much time and thought in really crafting the set and and even just the, this rollout right the the spoiler season obviously has oh, got a lot of people amazing. very excited he's done a great job you know managing that and and kind of building the hype so obviously we're we're part of it right now but uh <laughs> um, that's been really enjoyable so stormbind yeah i'm, I'm cool with stormbind um you know the i really don't know what card i want to see i mean a, a a kind of lame gimme answer, I guess, would be thawing glaciers. Um, you I'm, control I'm, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it would be possible since we have land destruction. I think it wouldn't be right. too good, but it. You know what I? 
what I actually want to see, but I think is not permitted based on the constraints that Magnus put, would be arcane denial. Um, but I think that counts as a cantrip, and it's, that's not going to work. But uh, I, I always like that card because it's it it does something a little more than a counter spell, right? And it kind of moves yeah. the game. But so, actually, I, I don't think it uh, counts as a cantrip. He uh, released Lotnam's legacy or library or what's the card card? Like a I blue and a, a legacy. legacy, a blue and a colorless uh, blue sorcery. You put one card from your hand at the bottom of your library and draw two. No, you shuffle it in and draw two cards, or something like that. Yeah, that's can trippy. Mm -hmm. but All right, so maybe it's a. Uh, it's can't good. Trip in, uh, it's good in. Combo decks. Yeah, exactly. Draw like two cards deck. at the beginning of next turn's upkeep. And draw two cards at the beginning of next upkeep isn't that different from draw one card and the like. I, I think it's more like specifically portent and those dig cards. That's the thing Magnus don't want. But All right, I don't well, know. well, maybe maybe we'll get lucky and I'll see an arcane denial because it's uh, yeah, that would be cool. It's a, it's a neat card. Like, I mean, what would you do with it, right? I feel like it'd be good in in one of those sort of blue green tempo decks, right? So you can stop stop their threat, but then you keep the game moving, right? By giving yourself another card, give them some cards, but you've already got your board advantage. Um, exactly. You 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 play solo to the ground, so you can use the cards and the opponent should die with cards still in hand, so it doesn't really matter. Some sort of counter-burnish thing, maybe. Also for the but, combo decks to protect themselves, as blue-blue can yeah. be hard, and then the card draw can be okay. And well. we already have had the City of Solitude being spoiled, so yep. that makes uh, makes the card a bit better, maybe? But no, combo. no Lion's Eye Diamond. I have no idea no. what you should do with it, but still. <laughs> uh, but man, uh, I remember. I remember when that when that came out. Everybody just said, "Wow, that card is total garbage." Why would anybody ever want to play that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I had a couple, and uh, I yeah. <clears throat> but uh, so so so, what about you, Gordon? Give us your take and your your preferred your chosen card. Uh, I love the idea uh, about scryings. Uh, I've heard Magnus talk about it for quite some time, and uh, you can see it like in his eyes when you talk <laughs> to him about it also, that this is something that he has put his heart and soul in for so many years, like really selecting the cards and thinking about this. What about uh, Chronicles from the future and... Yeah, like, Yes, because as you said, he's been playing for 10 years, over 10 years. Uh, something new is fun. But here is also... I've talked to the international community, mostly the European, and so many people are almost annoyed or angry and like, what the F is happening? Don't destroy my format. Is this legal now in old school? What, uh, like, and therefore I really want to say like a small disclaimer here on the podcast because um, I've I've said it to many people face to face and in chats, but here for everyone that's listening, this will not change old school in any way. This is a fun project from Magnus that, as it is right now, is legal for one tournament next year. That's it. But as he has uh, put all this energy into fixing this set, he's also opening it up to everyone to like, if you want to play with it, yeah, just, just play with it. Say scrying is legal in your tournament and do it. It's the same as yeah. playing old school EDH or Singleton. It's just another like variant if you want to do something fun every now and again. This is not destroying the old school format you know and love. Is that disclaimer okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know in the States, Elliot, if you have had the P 
people come up and like, what is happening? Is this legal now? Or I don't, I don't think so. I don't think people have been too threatened by it. I mean, as it is, we already have multiple different competing formats in the States, even within 93, 94. Right. Um, and I think people are interested to see whether this is just a random one-off that'll really be one tournament or a couple tournaments around the one tournament and then go away. Or will people continue to run scrying tournaments, you know, indefinitely into the future alongside old school tournaments? I, I, I think it's an interesting question. It'll, partly turn on how well Magnus did in choosing all the cards in the set and how good yeah. the, the meta is, right? Whether people want to play it. Uh, I think people are in the States are excited about the idea and are glad that um, this effort has gone into making it happen. But would you you would, you would probably play with 93 and 94 uh, rules then? Or, like this, or, or would you play the Eternal Central well, that's a question oh, also, <laughs> because you get you can add scrying to any any set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like easy there, there rules with four strip mines, yeah. but it is it is made for the Swedish legal sets and cards. Yeah. So maybe something can be I, a bit broken otherwise. I think we need a white knight or two and a black knight or two uh, for the ninety-three uh, into four format. That, that, that's nothing. Do, I do, really... do you mean the pump noise from Fallen Empires yeah, for Swedish? Yeah, some some uh, smaller crits from black or white. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see that. Not, I'm not rooting for it, but <laughs> I think that would make the format a bit better. Yeah, I think so. But um, a card before we crack the booster and see what goodies we have. Uh, we have a first edition signed by Magnus booster here. I'll take some pictures and put in the post and the show notes. But uh, no, I want to see Prosperity, if that hasn't been spoiled yet. Um, I don't mm-hmm. really know well, why, good... okay. but uh, I loved uh, the Cadaver's Bloom deck. <laughs> the stupid, stupid Prosperity Bloom combo. Uh, the first combo that you only could win with if you cheated. Uh, but like, I want all those cards to be legal. I want to see Prosperity Bloom in old school. Maybe not mm-hmm. squandered resources, but in, in some capacity. And Prosperity can say, could probably be good in, uh, I don't know, Twiddle of Alt or a Fork Recursion or like something. As people know, I'm a combo player. So yeah, prosperity. Otherwise, just boring inspiration. It could even be good in a. It could even be good in an Atog deck with on Commissioner and Black Vice, right? Oh yeah, Black Vice and prosperity. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's that's maybe even too good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Do you think we will see the blasts? Because uh, we have Red Elemental Blast and Blue Elemental Blast. Do you think <laughs> Scryings will have Hydro and Pyro? So we can play eight. I mean, is, anyone, blue. is anyone really itching to play to play more than four? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Well, it, it opens up for all the color-changing cards that aren't really used. <laughs> the the slate, slate of Mind deck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want the facing Efreet also, maybe. I don't know. Rainbow Efreet. Facing's not going to happen, though, right? Yeah, it won't. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Uh, No new mechanics. That's a bit shame, because facing is Mm. stupid in so many good ways. Okay, guys. What do you say about opening the pack? The moment is at hand. Do we do do, do a little drum uh, how about? How will you go about? This? Okay, so I'll open the pack after the drum roll, <laughs> and uh, I'm opening it with backside up towards me, and I'll take one card each and read out the card, and let's talk about the cards. And after we have done the pack, let's do a pack one, pick one. If you are in a draft. Because okay. this is going to be drafted the 28th of December, and I'm going, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going on a train down to Gothenburg to meet Magnus and the crew who are 
playing the first Scrying's draft ever uh, to stream it and become very drunk. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, wait, before you actually open the pack, Gordon, quick yeah. question on the, on the draft. Will all the cards be known? No. Will the not before the draft or no? Because that, that's the greatest thing about the draft. You don't even know what's going to be in there, right? Exactly. And I think there's actually too few cards uh, left unspoiled. It's 30 cards unspoiled somewhere around there uh, that hasn't been spoiled when the draft goes. And yeah, that's the fun part. But there's two people in the draft that uh, knows the set already. It's Magnus and the co-founder Kalle. Uh, let's see who other are in the draft. Do you know who's in the draft? Do you guys know? Oh, you're asking me. I have uh, no. I don't know. Um, it's 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 like the old crew, I guess. No, so... it's actually not. Okay. I, I have this super secret thing here. Sorry, Magnus, if I'm not allowed to say, but I'm going to say <laughs> it. Uh, this is the... So, it's going to be Magnus and Kalle, the founders of the format. Then we're going to have the reigning NoobCon champion. And uh, that is, of course, Martin Lindström. Uh, we're going to have the Scandinavian champion. Who won Scandinavian Championship? I should probably know this before I start. That's Olof Robertson. Um, and uh, we also have the organizer from the Scandinavian Championship because he's one of the like prominent prominent players here in Sweden. And uh, that is Kung Markus. And um, then we have. The most sharks in the format. The guy who's won the most sharks ever. And that is three sharks. And that is Elof, who is also one of the early ones. Not a founder, but probably like seven years or something like that. Uh, we also have... By the way, this is Magnus' descriptions of the players. Most PT top eights during the time <laughs> the cards were legal. Oh, I'm so guessing who is it's Ulle then. <laughs> yeah, that's Ulle Rode, Ulle yeah. Raid. Uh, and then we have the best one, Spike Brewer with the platform. Any guesses? This is the last player. Spike uh, Brewer with a platform. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh yeah yeah okay okay Elliot you want to guess is it, it does it like to draw a card at end of turn or yeah ah there you go thank you the constant second placer except when he plays my tournaments those he wins <laughs> and um that's the crew. That, that sounds incredible. I think it will be an amazing uh, draft. It's a good, um, good gang of people. But Kalen Magnus knows the card pool and whole set. the whole set. So I don't know if um, they were going to have uh, some uh, like. Yeah. Okay. So this is. Me and Kalle already know the cards, so we need a good resistance. That's why the other persons are chosen. <laughs> okay, guys, let's draft. Whew. Where do you think Magnus has put the rare card? Uh, <laughs> by the way, should we start from the back or the front? Wasn't it usually that the Front three card. were uncommons, yeah. and then the fourth was a rare. Isn't that the typical? Okay. That's the typical. So I, would, I, would assume, I would assume he probably did that. Yeah. Okay, we'll assume Magnus actually knows what he's doing and go from <laughs> the back. Okay. Yeah. Here we have the first card. If no one has anything to add before, and the it's card bad. is Thran Tome. Thran Tome. 
So what does Phantom does? Anyone who knows? Otherwise, I'll read. Show, show, show the camera so we can see. <laughs> it's a tomb, so it's an uh, artifact, I guess. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, that one. Okay. So this is from Wedlight. It costs four colorless, and it has five colorless and tap to activate. Reveal the top three cards of your library to target opponent. Bury one of those cards of that opponent's choice. Draw the remaining cards. So this is another tone to play, but you draw two instead of one. The two wow, cards. That's that's a common. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I do not think that's a common. That's probably the have, rare. We might have we might have mapped this back wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that seems very powerful, though. That seems very, very powerful. Come on. Can't I... Collection... No. Yeah, Weatherlight rare. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean it's scrying's rare. No, no, exactly. But, so That's what I was hinting at before. Uh, well, what do you think about the cards, then? Uh, well, it's good, I guess. Uh, in what situations you want that before a Yenbei Tome or uh, Yalem exactly. Tome. Uh, you can make a great book deck. <laughs> <laughs> the deck, the deck. But like, when is card quantity better than card quality? Always. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> but, but also, so putting a card in the graveyard can also have a benefit, right? So I think yeah, this might be a yeah. backdoor reanimation uh, yeah, supporter. But the opponent Switch. chooses yeah. the card. Well, right. So they can they can either choose to put your reanimation target in the graveyard, or they can choose mm -hmm. to let you have you know decent cards. In your I'm hand. thinking rootcake here, guys. Yeah. Some reanimating rootcakes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Dime Valley looking <laughs> deck. I like this. I like this. And, All right. Uh, it seems I only own two of them, so perfect for my collection. Mm -hmm. Okay. Should we take the next card? Let's do we it. We can go back to cards afterwards if there is yeah. a special one. Okay. Card number two. Ooh, this this was on my list when he started to talk about this set. Mm -hmm. But I think it's already spoiled, maybe. I don't actually know. It's Forgotten Lore. Ooh, nice. Uh, I don't think that's spoiled. I don't think it's spoiled either. Huh? I don't know, uh, but Forgotten have, Lore uh... is amazing. For those, uh, I'm going to read all the cards. And this is a green sorcery for one green mana. Target opponent chooses target card from your graveyard. You may pay one green to have that opponent choose a new target that he or she has not already chosen. Put the last target card in your hand. So it's a regrowth for one green, but the opponent chooses. But if you don't like what he shows, you just pay one more green and he needs to... Keep choosing. Yeah. So the plan here is to have a small graveyard, so he can only give you Ancestral. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Will we or, see or a, a lot of green mana? Yeah, or a yeah. lot of green mana. <laughs> Will we see something that eats your graveyard? You think? That seems that seems pretty likely to me. Um, I, you know, that's a card that it also supports various combo strategies, right? I mean, it's one of those you use it with the time twister to get the time twister back to. Um, yeah, it was one of the first. Cycle in the for recursion combo i'm coming back to this one all the time <laughs> but uh, it, forgotten lore was uh, one of the cards making it uh, actually a deck uh, during ice age period the problem is that we don't have any like uh you're you're, all, you're most often down a card with graveyard hate even in the pre-modern <laughs> if you put in that card pool also so I don't know if it would be in Scryings, but we already have uh, some parts, don't we? What do we have already? We have Feldon Skate for yourself, but the, what does Feldon Skate does? Can you do it on your opponent? 
No, that's uh, you and you reshuffle the whole graveyard. So you can do mm -hmm. that, then play an Ancestral Recall, and then yeah. start to play Forgotten Lores. Or... So Tormund's Crypt is maybe something yeah. we need to play, but yeah, I don't or know. Phyrexian Furnace is a one-man artifact yeah, tap good. to that's remove pretty... the bottom card yeah. of target player's graveyard. And you can pay one and sacrifice to uh, Cantrip and remove target hmm. card. What about you think you think we might see Soldevi Digger? Yeah, that's also what is that? The the bottom card. Uh, top card. Top card goes to bottom of library. Right. It's two and tap or something. Yeah. It's just no, it's just two mana. You can keep using it. Okay. Uh, I, I yeah. think I think that should be a card because it's been used in some cool combos. Probably mm -hmm. with forgotten lore, so you could put back the lore. Mm. And it's got cool uh, Amy Weber art. Oh, it looks that looks of the period. Yeah, it's super cool. But Forgotten Lore is probably uh, uncommon. I need to check this. See if uh, Magnus has. Uh... It was. It hasn't been because if you want to get all the scrying spoilers in one, uh, like on the same place, uh, I think Magnus put them up on the yeah. well. On the announce page, you can click on another link uh, there, and you can see all the spoilers. Uh, so, it, while we're doing this now, it hasn't been spoiled. So perfect. Okay, I'm going to uh, change the direction of the pack because that's an uncommon. So Magnus probably did the modern way of uh, <laughs> stacking the pack. <laughs> if it is uh, <laughs> like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? But we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. Now we're on the front, and then we have Lamnam's what? Legacy. What's, what's, the, what's the modern way? That's with the rare at the bottom, right? So yeah. do we think that the Grand Tome is, in fact, the rare? Yeah. So it's okay. all commons, then three uncommons, and then uh, the rare. Okay, so we still have uh, two, two uncommon. unseen uncommons. Okay. Yeah, if, if that's how it works. <laughs> if that's right. So here we have... Uh, Let's see if it's okay. This is this is a common, and uh, it's Latnam's legacy, the cantrip we talked about. Okay. So that's spoiled already, and I'm so, yeah. oh, it's an instant. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. So you can pay yeah. two mana end of opponent's turn and draw two cards in your turn. Exactly. And you, the best thing with it, I think, is you can if you have sideboardy kind of cards or cards you don't really need in different matchups, that's when that card shines. If yeah. you're playing Wrath of Gods or whatever, you can just uh, bring up another card instead of it. Exactly. Uh, I think I'm, I think this is going to be one of the most played cards of the yeah. set, is my guess. Okay, let's see here. Okay, guys, next card. Uh, this I don't think has been spoiled. This is Storm Shaman. Shaman. Storm mm -hmm. Shaman. Alliances. Common. And it's a red creature, a cleric for two and a red. It's a zero four with fire breathing. Is this good? Is this a playable three drop? Because uh, the format has a problem with. Two and three drops. It's a zero four. That's good. Yeah. Uh, it, it it makes the lightning bolt check <laughs> test, but uh, yeah, maybe some kind of blood boonish deck. Three drops is uh, scarce in uh, old school. So yeah, maybe. Do you think, Elliot? We've already seen Wildfire Emissary, right? Yeah, which yeah, seems you're right. like a way better version of this card. <laughs> Although it is a four drop, which there's a lot of already, but I don't know. Maybe in the same deck, if you want Wildfire Emissary five through eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Wildfire Emissary is just a super good card. <laughs> and yep. uh, we have we, we've seen Hammer of the Guardian, and we had uh, uh, Aaron also. So it, if you're playing some of those cards we mentioned now, you're probably playing a lot of red. We also seen two clubs. I don't know how fire breathing would be good with two clubs, but <laughs> something to 
And, and the best card with, that goes together with this it might be Orkish uh, Lomriak, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, sack, sack, sack all your forests to make uh, <laughs> yeah. really fire breathe a lot. One, one at a time. Maybe one it's something for the Diamond Valley deck. You can... Mm. Uh, you can have a zero four that's good for Diamond Valley, but it can also attack if you. Okay, I'm just making things up. Should we take next card? Yeah, let's go to the next card. Uh, <laughs> Gotta have a little bit of draft. Also, but keep in mind, partly the set is designed to be drafted, right? So yeah. some of these a card like that actually is probably you wouldn't play it in a constructed deck, but it might be. I think it's uh, good pretty, in draft. Pretty good in draft, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. I don't know if it's spoiled or not. Seb is our checker, but we have the Order of Labor. Yeah, that's so, what I was rooting for. Yeah, White Pump good. Knight from Fallen Empires. And uh, which art? Which art is that? Because I believe uh, there's a uh, there's yeah. a there's a specific art that is acceptable for cards that have more than one <laughs> different artwork, right? Yes, uh, like you can play any art. Magnus has said, but he will only put cards with the same art in the set. And this is the art with the long shield. Who's the artist? That is uh, Brian uh, Wackwitz. Wackwitz, okay. And everyone knows what the order does, and it's an amazing card. So I'm just going to put it in the comments pile and Go on. Yeah, I guess we can we can assume that that means the black pump knight is also going to be in the set. Yeah, yeah but uh, will we have all the knights? Because Ice Age has functional oh, that's right. reprints. That's right. So you can have Order of the White Shield and Order of the Ebon Hand. Ebon Hand is the Fallen Empire's oh, one, and then there's or, another one. Uh, Order of uh, no Stormgold uh, Knight. Stormgold. Knights of Knights of Stormgold. Knights of Stormgold. Oh, uh, yeah, that could I be cool with all the knights. All these cards are, if I'm only looking at constructed here, I think you know they are needed uh, if you're not playing for Empires at least. So I really like this. He has chosen to put those or that card at least. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's as we as you said earlier, if it's meant to be drafted, you need those slots also. Uh, if you're playing white, you probably need to have some more cards than uh, we've had, like Enduring Renewal, Argovian Fine, <laughs> and maybe alongside Free Wind Falcon or your the Lion, uh, the Yamuran Lion. Uh, so, yeah, it's building up to be a playable color, even in Limited. Okay, next card. Uh, and it's a common. It's a green common. It's Emerald Charm. Ooh. This hasn't been spoiled yet, and this is amazing. Yeah. This is this is going to change the meta game almost. I think. So for the listeners, it's mm-hmm. uh, instant for one green. Choose one. You have three modes. Untap target permanent, like a Nevinrol's disc, maybe. Or destroy target global enchantment. Moat, the abyss, comes to mind as uh, those enchantments yeah. you want to kill and uh, don't play. And when you don't play white, that can be a problem. Yeah. Or target creature loses flying until end of turn, which could do something. Mm-hmm. As well. In your own mode deck. Green white mode deck. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's it's enchantment removal in uh, green. Another enchantment removal. I think that's yeah. huge. Those were played much when the deck you mentioned earlier was uh, that was a mirror breaker. You had to have those when squandered resources and yeah. cards like that was flowing around. Oh, but this... Um, like, Scryings will probably change the meta so much, like the, the classic old-school decks will probably not exist almost, a couple of them at least. But otherwise, blue-green uh, tempo, as we talked about earlier, yeah. uh, to destroy abysses. 
Mm. This is, uh, yeah. And it could like, also untap uh, like a pendle haven if you want to pump two creatures yeah. or so. So, yeah. Blood moon and, you know, all the good enchantments. Yeah, all the good enchantments are global. And for those who don't know the old rulings, global are the ones that just say enchantments and sit on the board. Local enchantments are the one that says enchant creature or enchant something. I think I think Mirage is when they introduced that terminology, right? Local versus global. Yes. I don't recall seeing that before that. Uh, and I don't think it exists after Mirage either. Right, right. Well, now that now it's an aura. You have an aura or a yeah. non-aura. Yeah. Um, yeah, Emerald Charm, that's exciting. I, I wonder if there's not a little bit of a push towards monocolored decks going on yeah. here. I feel like yeah. the red, red really shows that a lot, that like mono yeah. red could be yeah, a thing, but I wonder if mono green as well, because um, yeah. this really lends some much needed targeted removal to green yeah. that otherwise it would need another color for. The, the creature card, uh, yeah, because. I think also, if we go back to playing limited, this is something you probably need. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Next card. It's Free Wind Falcon. One and a white for a 1-1 flying bird with protection from red. So it can't be bolted, but it's a 1-1 for two. Yeah. Also a common from Wishens. Can't be bolted, can't block Wildfire Emissary, can't be blocked by Wildfire Emissary. But can block Atog. <laughs> can, can block Atog. That's right. good. Good against Atog, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned that that was spoiled before. Uh, but yeah, um, it's probably a good slot in some really aggressive decks, maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know. Atog is the only thing that comes to mind that it's, it's probably shines against. Okay, let's go to next. And uh, please tell me if I'm going too fast. Oh, here we have, I have no idea, I'm showing you guys. Mm-hmm. Sewer rats. Sewer rats. Sewer rats. <laughs> nice. This is a 1-1 for one black. It's a summon rat from Mirage. It has black and pay one life gets plus one plus O until end of turn. You cannot spend more than black 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 this way each turn. So you can attack as a 4-1 for three mana three life. <laughs> but it's a one drop so but it's a one I drop think, I think if I you're don't playing know. aggressive yeah, if you're one playing drops are but in a bad moon deck. I think right, I mean yeah. it's kind of, it's like a it's the black or electric eel, right? Um yeah. kind of <laughs> You're not really loving it here. I don't know. I, I take vampire bats over this one. Yeah, my, my guess is this will see play in limited, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Next card, then. We have Undergrowth. Do you know what uh-huh. Undergrowth does? Alliances card. Uh, okay. No, I thought it was... No, this, I this I like. It's a fog. So a green instant for one green. Fog. But uh, you can pay two and a red as well. Then it doesn't affect red creatures. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but it's a fog. Interesting. So turbo fog. So- in your yeah exactly in your aggressive fog red green deck because we don't already have enough fog we have fog we have holy day we have darkness <laughs> and we have festival fogs and we have festival so it, you can, can only play sixteen fogs with this okay, you can play so twenty full twenty fogs all right but is it is it only you that can play or is it any player that no you can pay um, You're the only actually one that actually that, that's a good pay. question because these are old cards <laughs> it could be like the opponent yeah. oh then i'll pay three and my red creature is gonna steal the damage yeah could have happened the I, I, I understand why the he chose to not have elephant grass uh, in the set uh, but that would be playable 
at least maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have a card that exists in two of the legal sets in Scryings. It's a black card for two and a black. It's an instant with just one sentence. And it's from uh, both Mirage and Ice Age. Oh. Any guesses? I have no idea. It is Dark Banishing. Mm. Ah, yes. So, destroy bury target non-black creature or non- Artifact, non-black creature. Yeah, non-black creature. So, so it's better, it better than terror. But it's better one terror takes out that that Suchi or that Triskelion yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, so Juice and Jin is stable. like what it's not can, but or yeah, or Mistress Factor. Um, exactly, it can take yeah, Mistress, and this uh, this will see play. Definitely, yeah. I recall that being a pretty pretty frequently seen card back yeah. then. And it's the um, Drew Tucker art. The Drew Tucker Ice Age art. Now, I wonder, does the Mirage version also acceptable or no? It is acceptable, <laughs> but uh, you know what you need to play. Because it has a uh, Limdol uh, flavor as well. Mm. And the Mirage art is horrible. Okay, next card. Ooh! I don't know if it's spoiled yet, though. Maybe? Mm -hmm. This is a classic green stompy card. Rogue Elephant. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's, yeah. It's, it has been spoiled. It has been spoiled. Uh, so it's a free, free, free elephant for one green. But when it comes into play, you need to sacrifice a forest. But this is an aggressive card. This is yeah. playable, I would say. And we've seen uh, River Boa, we've seen Quirion Ranger, uh, Battletooth Jane and Deadly Insect. So, as well, we see uh, you like mentioned. 15, 15 Forest Stompy or something. <laughs> but as uh, Elliot mentioned, we have a, a great push on green and uh, like creatures overall. And I think that was the set needs. Uh, not just the set, I, I really like pushing creatures because there we have a few that's really good being played but we need some more stuff not yeah. just what was it Ogurzan was it Gazorban Ogres oh, uh, yeah <laughs> that's two different uh, Gasp and Ogre Gasp and Ogre no, that's the green 2-2 two, two for one green yeah and the so Ogres is, is the black <laughs> okay Hasman. but this is a bit better <laughs> has to run okay guys now we have a card we'll I mentioned before. Hold on, do you think we'll get Crash of Rhinos in the set? <laughs> oh, goddamn, I played that so much. <laughs> yes. We won't have any flashback or anything, so no. I was just. Uh, but okay. you, yeah. you, you can play this as an instant, it's not a new ability, even though it's flash nowadays, or? No, I'm thinking flashback. No, no, flashback is yeah, no, like no. 15 years later. Mm -hmm. No, okay. but this card, the best creature in magic, according to memes. Okay. Which card is it? Stormcrow, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, it's actually in the set. Yeah, Stormcrow is in the set. <laughs> Are you sure you can just like pull one of these and insert it into your pile. <laughs> uh, so for those listening, we talked about this before going, <laughs> starting to record, and I say, yeah, I'm looking forward to Stormcrow. Uh, Sandra Everingham art 1-2 flying for blue and a colorless. Yep, that's it. Yep. Uh, but it it, it's actually not horrible. Yeah. It's a 1-2. <laughs> Other two mana flyers are 1-1s. One Exactly. We already spoiled one of them, and this one blocks that all day long. Exactly, and kills it. And kills it. Uh, but no, I don't think this will see more play than limited. Hmm. So, Free Wind Falcon is falling from all the sharp things that some kind of goblins are throwing at it, and now we have Stormcrow also. Yeah, uh, and we have... Three more cards in the pack. 
And it seems like Magnus used uh, the classic, uh, classic, the modern day, because yeah. everything now has been commons. So we mm -hmm. have one more common and two uncommons. Okay. So for the last common, we have an already spoiled card, Goblin Grenade. Yeah. And this will do a lot, as everyone Very who plays nice. EC knows. And I like that it's the correct art. <laughs> yeah, it's the one jumping, the Ron Spencer art. Ron Spencer and goblins are just amazing. Yep. Okay, guys. Like in general, not art-wise. <laughs> like in general. We have two <laughs> more cards then. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, this is a black card. That's what I see. Ah, I think I saw. I see. Okay. okay. Second to last, we have... Buried alive! Yeah. Um, oh, there it is. And um, that is uh, sorcery for two and a black. Search your library for up to three creature cards and put them into your graveyard. Shuffle your library afterwards. Woo! This. This is what Reanimator needed. Yeah. Is it. Okay, if we go from Reanimator, is there any other use for it? Mm. Uh, you spoiled a uh, kind of regrowthy card. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we can. Yeah, well, uh, we've seen, we've had uh, our, our Givian restoration. Uh, has been spoiled. Oh yeah, so we can. Uh, but that's reanimation. Yeah, but you're you can you don't need to play creatures. But but you need to take creatures. That's what. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's not in tomb. No. Well, that's a good cool one. And I don't think this. I don't think this does anything outside of reanimator. But clearly, reanimator is going to be a thing. We've already seen yeah. what spirit of the night and. Yeah, each each shade as reanimator targets. So we should see Dance of the Dead as well. I think that's a good bet. I think mm -hmm. so, and I, I like that one. What is it? Um, black and uh, colorless uh, reanimation spell. Black and a colorless upkeep, but the creature also yeah. gets plus one plus one. Yeah, and is that it? it just gets it doesn't get haste or anything. I don't think so. I've, that's it. Plus one plus one. <laughs> Uh, we have it here. It's an aura. Enchant dead creature. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... You need to get your facts straight here and be clear oh, with everything. It doesn't it untap. Dead? It doesn't untap. Oh, so it's not an upkeep you, cost. It's upkeep it, to... Only if you want to untap it. So you don't have to pay it. It just sits there tapped. So that's interesting. That's nice. Yep. And that is a trigger. You can't untap it and tap it how many times you want. And right. last card then. All right, let's see it. <laughs> I don't know if this is spoiled, but I love this card. It's so bad. Oh, but I love it. It is Noble Benefactor. Do you know what it does? Sweet. It's sweet art, but do you know what it does? I've literally never heard of this card before. I've played uh, it in EDH. Uh -huh. Like modern <clears throat> so, EDH. Um, you need... You're, you're, yeah, I know. Okay, so this is a 2-2 two, two for 2 and a blue. If Noble Benefactor is put into any graveyard from play... Even if it's put into your opponent's graveyard. I don't know how, but... Uh, each player may search his or her library for any one card and put that card into his or her hand. Each player who searches this way shuffles her library afterwards. So, when it dies, both players get to Demonic Tutor. That's pretty yeah, cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, I guess it's definitely another combo enabler, right? Um, yeah. That, that is a very interesting card. I've never heard of it before. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, There's a reason it's very, very bad to give your opponent a <laughs> Demonic Tutor for free. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. probably. Uh, and if your combo, he will probably find the circle of protection red for the fireball or the count spell or disenchant or emerald charm or yeah. Well, but if You're you right. both if you both search for mind twist, it's your turn probably, or you, you hopefully <laughs> you can control whose turn it is when he dies, and then you can mind twist them before they mind twist you, right? That's actually as a mind twist tutor. If you have sacrifice abilities, effects. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. That's the only reasonable. Or uh, Time Twister, Wheel of Fortune, depending on the counter spell situation, that is. What is the card that uh, the black. Is it not something with shade that goes. If you have it, if it's the only creature in your graveyard, or there's something that you get back if it's. Is it when you have two creatures above it, or. Nether Shadow, three creatures Nether shadow. above it. Yeah, Nether Shadow, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that horrible doesn't... in all ways. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, I was thinking about Pox being revealed. We have Duke like Lout and all this. If you have one and buried alive the other three, you get a creature <laughs> every turn. For yeah. I've always wanted to make to have it make Lord of the Pit work. You just keep three. Yeah. In the, you just keep cycling yeah. around. But you need all four in the graveyard, or in. that is. But hey, okay. with buried alive, how would you do that? That is actually mm -hmm. so, guys. Yep. I think we just spoiled seven commons, three uncommons and a rare. That's 11 new cards. These are uh, cool. Yeah, you're weird, but uh, one of those was sort of the white card there. The free wind falcon? That, yeah, that had been spoiled. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you want to you just re recap us, Gordon, and read them all off? Yes. Okay. So then it's time for, if you draft, to round this off, pack one, pick one. Which card do you choose in a draft? Elliot. So we have Storm Shaman. Uh, I'll just say the names. Emerald Charm. Sewer Rats. Undergrowth. The Fog. The Dark Banishing. Storm Crow. Free Wind Falcon. Goblin Grenade. Rogue Elephant. Order of Lathebur, Latnam's Legacy, that's the commons. Then we have Forgotten Lore, Buried Alive, Demonic Tutor for All. It's like Oprah. You get a demonic, you get it. <laughs> and the Thran Tome. Pack oh. one, pick one, Elliot. All right, I'm taking Dark Banishing. Hmm? Yeah, well, that's good. That's a good, solid pick, I guess. Like it dep depends on how removal uh, in old formats is always top pick. Uh, but it depends on how slow the format is, I guess. Uh, the tome is probably good. I would go with the Latham's Legacy, probably. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm thinking uh, going with Elliot here, uh, mm. having some solid removal. Uh, absolutely, it puts you in black. Exactly. Uh, Fran keeps you, you open. But also, if the game goes long, so you can use it for five mana each turn, it digs you three cards every time. So you can't use it that you will mill yourself to death. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I'm I, not sure it's very good in limited. Yeah, yeah. If no, well, uh, you, you need to crack a couple of more packs, Gordon. So we. I'd rather. Right. I'd rather have a <laughs> ring of renewal in limited. I think. You guys know that one. Yeah, that's the Fallen Empires one. Yep, it's it's pretty good. We've used it in uh, in Singleton. It's a mm. decent decent card in Singleton. Yeah, you should do that, Gordon. For if you have some kind of invite journey, playing with Scryings, Singleton. We played Singleton at your place uh, this year. Was was last year? Uh, this year, 
uh, yeah. before I woke up. We had a small invitational, 16 players yeah. in my apartment playing some sweet non-band singleton. Except gentlemen's rules. That was so mm -hmm. stupid in so many ways. But yeah. guys, the, this is a nice pack. Mm -hmm. And some nice cards. Like... The, the especially the uncommons buried alive noble benefactor and forgotten lore all have some potential in some way to be broken like mm -hmm. in a combo you, you deck in some way maybe used but not broken maybe but yeah no but like what, what come up with from, a good from this set of cards which is the one kind of wow card that will get the most attention from people seeing these uh, from the newly spoiled ones, yep. otherwise Letnam's Legacy. Uh, right. Hmm. I don't know, actually. I, I think it stands uh, I between think buried alive. the Buried Alive, Forgotten Lore yeah. and Emerald Charm. Yeah, Emerald Charm's interesting. I was thinking Forgotten Lore. I think Buried Alive, people have already kind of assumed there's going to be some reanimation support, so that's not a surprise, right? Yeah, uh, but, but it's... But Forgotten Lore is... Deep. It's deep, yeah. But I have no idea how to do it. But I will try. Forgotten Lore <laughs> is one of my favorite cards. Uh, the art is also amazing, sadly. Uh, it's a Harold, Harold McNeil art. Oh, yeah, right, right. Uh, but sadly, he's a great artist. Is it, is it the card that finally makes uh, Enchantress Recursion playable? <laughs> Without Enchantress, maybe. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is another Enchantress. Uh, isn't that even um, spoiled, maybe, for Scryings? The Femoref Enchantress. The white one that uh, draws your card when enchantments die. I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but uh, that's the second Enchantress. Oh, yeah. What, that, what do you think about that, Elliot? But that's interesting. Uh, that seems not good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how you just dragged it. That seems not good. <laughs> but what's what's the other one that's actually good that really gets the is played in Legacy? Uh, that's uh, Argonthian Interchange. Yeah, that's but that's, that's too late. That's too late to be included. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to Magnus about this. A tournament I would like to do, but it would also uh, you would need to restrict and ban some cards, I think, to make it a healthy format. And that is old school plus plus Ursa block. That that is something I <laughs> really all, want all to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, the the, but, the Eureka the Eureka sneak attack deck would be really sweet. Uh, yeah, but the Time Spiral, Tolarian Academy, Grim Monolith, and with all the Moxen, and um, Windfall, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Tolarian Academy would definitely be a problem. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, th I think it could be a fun format. Uh, you could also play... if. Let's say you just said Ursa Block is legal. You could play for Voltaic Key. And do you know a card that's unrestricted right now for the first time ever in Magic's history? Time Vault. Yep. Yeah. So you can play four Time Vaults, four Voltaic Key, four oh, Tinker. You've got Tinker too, yeah, right. And four <laughs> Transmute Artifacts. Perfect. Yeah. Angry uh, Monoliths really and, uh, yeah. So maybe the format is broken. Yeah. Well, I think we can keep our sights on the uh, the format that is actually in front of us. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is which is unfolding before us, I suppose I should say. Yeah. Uh, all these cool scrying cards. So yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else to. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I, I like the cards we see here. I'm going to <laughs> brew a lot, and I like yeah. scryings. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward for you to come and play at uh, NoobCon then, Elliot. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
<laughs> maybe. Uh, or, or maybe I'll find a way to play some Scryings over here too. That would be amazing. You need to... I don't think there's any planned US tournaments yet, so... That's a bit, maybe. You go and fix it. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll get on it. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you very much for this episode of Flippin' Orbs. And everyone who is listening, thank you very much. Uh, you find me at Gordon Anderson in every social media. And um, the walk walk uh, and flipping orby thing is at walkwalk.se walk-walk.se and walkwalkmtg in all social media Elliot, they can also reach out to you, I think the flippy orby thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can <laughs> you can find me as uh, beta said troll on Instagram and Twitter and also flipping, flipping some flippy orby things every once in a while yeah I can be found at MTG Subsidia on wherever, man. Yeah. How about yep. we um, take a New Year's uh, wow, or is it called that? New Year's wow? Resolution. Resolution. Uh, to release X number of Flippin' Orbs episode during 2020. How many? Okay. How many would you say? <laughs> well, it's important to know what X is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I agree. We will release X number of episodes during the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can back up on this also. Yes, X episodes. Is... So one a month is 12. Can we do uh, 10 or 15? Let's, okay. let's put in the 10 to 15 range. I think that's a reasonable target. Okay. Yeah. No yeah. less than 10. No less than 10, sure. I think that's a new resolution, if I ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Guys, co-hosts, thank you very much, and thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.